Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. And welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelove Live. I am Geraldine and back with some must-do things today that truly have the ability to change your life from ordinary to extraordinary. This is the third and final show in this particular series that I've called Small Steps to Massive Results. And before we get into that, though, I want to take the time in case I run out of time at the end of today's show, which quite often happens, <laughs> talking too much again, but I want to wish everyone a magical Christmas. It's only how many sleeps to go? Not many. And I love Christmas, so I can't wait. It's um, all good. And I know it's kind of a bit, gets a bit crazy this week, doesn't it, as the lead up and why on earth we do it to ourselves. I'm not sure that, you know, 50 million tasks have to be done. Uh, well, I guess it's all part of Christmas, isn't it? So I really do hope you have a wonderful Christmas with uh, your family or friends or whoever you share your Christmas with, and also uh, wishing you an abundant new year. Okay, so back to our small steps to massive results. And believe me, the results are truly massive if you put these steps into place in your life. You know, at this particular time of the year, we tend to get so caught up in the holiday season that we lose sight of our goals and dreams, or we think, oh, it's the end of the year, I don't want to think about that right now. And then lo and behold, the new year rolls around, and we are thrown into setting our new year resolutions with really no idea of how we're going to turn these goals and dreams into a reality. Well, if you can set aside a little time each day to focus on even two or three of these steps, I promise that you will be off and running with creating greater levels of happiness and success at great speed whilst others are still in the starting blocks thinking, oh my goodness, what am I doing, you know? And it is very important to take time out to spend with family and friends over Christmas but all, and also to find, I guess, time for rest and relaxation for yourself. But what I would suggest, though, is finding a little time to walk in nature and just seek out a beautiful, quiet space where you can contemplate what you're going to do differently next year. Because as we all know... Uh, creating change requires change. We have to change the way we're doing things if we wish to see a different outcome in our lives. Often we get so down and depressed 
and stressed and worried about not knowing what to do in order to create the life we want to experience. Well, this show and the last two are all about helping you with steps that anyone can take. Yes, I mean anyone. And even though they are such small, simple steps, they, I promise you, will have such a profound effect on uh, how you create a brand new reality in 2017. So I guess it would be a great idea to have a listen, yes, grab hold of what feels right for you as the individual and then run with them. Yes, run into 2017 with excitement and passion. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't it? Okay, let's do it. So I'm on uh, on this show, I should say, I'm going to share with you my uh, final steps to massive results. As I've said over the last few shows, these are the steps that have created incredible and fabulous results in my life. And I know you may have heard much of this before, but I would hope that you might hear a little magic in the way I have put these steps into action. You never know. You may even have a little aha moment throughout this show. (laughs) Yes, you may. And as I know only too well from personal experience, that more often than not, it takes hearing things in a different way or listening from a new perspective for things to fall into place. A moment when you allow your heart the freedom to fly into realms never experienced. Woohoo! We can do this. Okay, so what are the three steps for today? Well, I'm actually going to do four, a little extra bonus for Christmas. And with each step, I will explain why we need to do it and then how we carry it out on a daily basis. Pretty simple, really, yes. But as always, I want to begin with our reading for this week. Readings are a fabulous way to connect to what our hearts are wanting us to know. And particularly at this time of the year, uh, you know, way too busy to listen or our lives way too noisy for us to be able to hear over all of that that's uh, happening in preparation for Christmas Now, the cards I've chosen for this week are the Pause to Reflect Dog Guidance cards. And you'll find pics of these cards on my show page. And as you know, we know images are fabulous. And the images on these cards help you to visualize the message. And if you love dogs and connecting to that beautiful, um, all-embracing, loving energy that they hold then you'll just love these Pause to Reflect Dog Guidance cards. So you can whiz over to my website and have a look. It's at www.geraldinetegelov, and you spell Tegelov as T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E dot com. Or you can go to my show page here on Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T, and just search for Geraldine Tegelov Live. Click on the little link that's there and it will take you to where you can find out more and see some of these gorgeous cards. Oh, my goodness. So what's the first reading for today? Well, the card that came out, an interesting one, was the card of balance. And on the card it says, balance is taking time for a snooze 
after playing ball in the backyard, and you really need to see the photo of this one. It's just beautiful. Now, what does it say? What's the message with this card? Well, here's the message. There is so much to be learned from our dogs on how to find that much-needed balance in our lives. They are certainly the experts at making time for work, rest, and play. Even a hard-working dog, such as a Kelpie here in Australia, has rounded up the sheep and guided them into the shearing shed. They know when enough is enough. In my experience, once they've completed their tasks, they take themselves off to a quiet place to rest and recuperate. And you can try all you like to whistle or call or yell, but that dog is nowhere to be found. (laughs) If only we could follow their example, wouldn't it be good? This wonderful dog has a wealth of wisdom to share with you regarding finding balance in your life. For any piece of machinery to work efficiently and effortlessly, components within that machine must all be working in harmony with each other. If not, the machine won't operate at its full potential or will finally break down and refuse to work at all. In the same way, you must find a way to put balance into your day and look after your body, mind and spirit. Today, make sure you find a healthy balance between work, rest and play. And I promise you, the results will amaze you. I think this is the perfect reading to start today's show. Yes. And Give yourself a little early Christmas gift and find some time to do just that. Okay, what's our second card for today? It's the card of service. And the message on the card says, service is digging holes in the garden to aerate the soil. Mm, Well, I think that's the dog's excuse for digging holes. (laughs) Have you ever read the story of the diggingest dog? Well, hopefully you don't have a dog that digs to that extent. Dogs dig holes for lots of reasons and many which are not understood by us humans. I'm sure that the need to dig is serving the dog in many positive ways, even if it's only to relieve boredom or exercise some muscles. But our four-legged friends don't stop at just serving their own needs. Being of service to others Uh, plays an extremely important role in their purpose for being alive and they have been serving mankind since the beginning of time. So what's this little dog's message to you today? Well, this delightful dog called Max invites you to hear this message and take it on. It is of utmost importance to understand that it is in your giving of service to others that you receive. But the giving must always come first. Always, no exception. Scientific studies are now proving that there are a number of unseen laws that exist in our universe. Many of these laws have gone unnoticed, but they do exist and must be abided by if you want to succeed in life. One such law tells you that once you begin to be of service, magical gifts will fly back to you multiplied and overflowing. So today, 
Why not dig a hole or two, find ways of serving, and then watch miracles uh, occur in your life, for they will, and in the most exciting and wonderful ways. And this is the perfect season to be of service and to give to others, whether that be large or small. Now, we're coming into the break, but after the break, I've got so many fabulous steps to share with you. So don't go away. Hang tight. We'll be straight back and into them. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The most effective way to manage the risk of diabetes is through a good, healthy diet and daily exercise. But you may be happy to learn that coffee can also reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes. The Archives of Internal Medicine published a study where researchers found that each additional cup of regular coffee consumed each day cut the risk of developing type 2 diabetes by 7%. They found that those who drank 3 to 4 cups a day had a 25% lower risk than those who drank 2 cups a day or less. As far as decaf is concerned, those who drank 3 to 4 cups per day lowered their risk by one-third compared to those who drank none. Even tea drinkers saw a 20% lower risk if they consumed three to four cups daily, compared to those that did not drink tea. So pour that extra cup of java and enjoy. I'm Annette Hammond. It's Did scotch tape originate in Scotland? Nope. The popular gift wrapping tape was actually developed right here in the United States. In 1926, the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company, 3M, was being a bit rapacious, trying to save a little scratch or money, and started using a cheaper adhesive on their sticky tape. A Detroit automaker ordered some of this newer, cheaper tape to use for spray-painting auto bodies. But the automaker complained because the tape was scotch, a politically incorrect word that meant cheap or stingy. While the tape didn't have the adhesion to satisfy the automaker, it was hardly a Jifu jet. That's an unnecessary thing. It had many other uses, as we all know. So the tape was kept in production, and the name Scotch just stuck. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And today we are chatting about some very small steps that have the ability to bring about massive change. Woohoo! Yes. This is the series where I assist you to find answers to the challenges and struggles of life. Find your way out of lack and limitation and back into living a well-balanced, happy, healthy and prosperous life. I do this by placing the focus on some very simple and easy to action steps, which will definitely have you uh, dancing down your yellow brick road to find your emerald city. Woohoo! I am sure we have all gone through times when we've 
thrown our hands in the air and screamed to the world, I give up. And I'm also sure we've gone through those times when we've cried tears of frustration and hopelessness. But the only way to succeed is to pick ourselves up and take one more step towards our desires, knowing without a doubt that if we have been given the desire, then we have also been given the means by which to succeed. I'm going to say that one again. If we have been given the desire, then we have also been given the means by which to succeed. So, okay, let's now get on with my next small step to bring about massive change. As I did in the previous shows, I will explain what each step means and then give you fabulous ways to get this happening in your life. And the the step number seven, actually, is taking the focus off your own problems by assisting others. I can guarantee you that there is always someone out there with far greater challenges and struggles than the ones any of us are currently facing. That's a given. Yes, I understand that by knowing this does not take away from the fact that you still have to face what's going on in your reality right in this moment of time and does not take away from the fact that you may be suffering fear anxiety, depression, ill health, lack of money because, you know, of what you're going through. But there is another wonderful fact that we often don't connect to during these trying times. If we can even for a short time take our minds off our own challenges and go and find someone out there that could do with a helping hand, we will automatically change our perception around how bad life is for ourselves. Yep, it works every time, all the time. So how does this work? Well, in this wonderful world, there are unseen universal laws that we must abide by, whether we like them or not. And one of these universal laws, of course, is the law of attraction. I'm sure you've all heard about it or what I prefer to call the law of compensation. And in very simple terms, this means that what we give out, we get back. The tricky bit is that if we want wonderful things to appear in our life, we have to first give, and then we get back. This is what I call one of the must-know steps that we, we take in our journey towards success. The universal law of compensation states that we never get before we give. As soon as we put, begin to put this law into action in our lives, everything around us and within us begins to change. And what happens? Well, our energy and vibration changes from negative to positive as our heart opens to the plight of others and we create smiles on their faces or on the faces of those we're serving. It's like the cloud that has surrounded us simply seems to lift and disperse uh, to who knows where, and our hearts become lighter and happier. This state of being naturally creates a beautiful energy that attracts to it wonderful outcomes. 
we seem to then find magical ways around or through the issues we are facing. I know it sounds just too good to be true, but it works. I've seen this in my own life many times over. When something's been really getting me down to the nth degree and I just can't find a way out, I often down tools and go and offer my services to someone, most often without them even knowing. As I forget about my problem and shift my attention to someone in need, it is as if my problem fades away. Time stands still, and out of the ether comes an idea or a strategy or a person who helps me solve my issue. Pretty pretty good way to go, hey? So, how do we go about this? Well, the very first thing to do is to get to know about the law of compensation. Uh, you know, a real knowing that it is not possible to get something for nothing. If we want to solve our challenges, then what we must, uh, you know, we first must go and help someone solve theirs. Giving can be as simple as a smile, a hug, or a listening ear. And I'm sure we all know of people who could really do with someone at this, you know, season. Just someone that they, so they don't feel lonely. They don't feel left out. They don't feel like there's a great big world and they're sitting all alone. It may be as simple as helping an elderly neighbor. And it might be something practical like helping them with their lawns or sweeping up the leaves or taking them a meal or a little gift to say Happy Christmas. At work, it could be helping a work colleague with a task that is quite menial, like cleaning up the kitchen area, you know, in the staff room when it's not your turn so the other person can go home early. Now, what? Whatever you do, it must be given freely and with love. Yes, of course, we know as soon as we get, we will receive. But it may not be from the person to which we give, if you get that idea. Yes. Okay, so that's a big one. So go and find someone to serve and take your mind off your own problems. And I promise you, the world will look a different place. Okay, step number eight today is called living backwards in time or futuristic visioning. What on earth do I mean by this? Well, a number of years ago, I came across a fabulous little book by uh, Deepak Chopra, The Way of the Wizard. And this magical little book is all about the wonderful lessons that Merlin the Wizard imparted on the young King Arthur, who was really just a young boy at that point. Merlin and Arthur lived in a cave surrounded by forests, and this became the classroom for the boy Arthur to learn his lessons in truth. Throughout these teachings, Merlin talks to Arthur about living backwards in time, and this concept really resonated with me in a huge way. And I began to live this lesson or, you know, put this into action into my own life. I began to step into my dream on a daily basis and live 
as if it were already a reality in my life. Now, this sounds just like visualization, doesn't it? Mm. But there is a big difference between visualizing into the future and living backwards in time. When we visualize, we tend to look towards the future and we still see it as the future rather than as right in this very moment. When we live backwards in time, we actually step into the future today and live it and then look back towards now. To really do this well, you really need to have an understanding of the fact that there is no yesterday, today or tomorrow, but simply this very moment where everything that we desire already exists as a possibility. And we all need to do, all we need to do, I should say, is to claim the possibility and begin to live it. No more projecting into the future. Simply live the future today, right now. To live backwards in time, you must step into your goal or your dream and live there on a daily basis. Filling it with positive emotion and giving enormous deep felt gratitude for it already being in your life, regardless of the appearances around you, is really the trick to getting this right. So, how do we go about this? Well, we're nearly coming into break. I may not get through all of this, but don't worry. I will continue after the break. So, first of all, bring your awareness to your heart. Second, become consciously aware that you live in this amazing quantum field of infinite potential and possibility. And know your dream is right here, right now, just waiting for you to claim it and embrace it. Now, what is your dream? What does it look like? You must have a clear image of this in all its fabulous details. Uh, use your five senses to do this. Now, once you have all of this really clear, you can simply begin to experience this every single day, regardless of what might be happening in your life. It takes a little practice, but once you get a high head around it, it really becomes easy and so much fun. There's one more thing to do. Fill your dream with the emotions you would be feeling if it had become a reality and live these feelings or emotions on a daily basis then know without a doubt that it is yours. Phew, I did get through them. How good is that before we go to break? Aha! <laughs> but remember, you do have to trust and absolutely know with no doubt at all that this will appear in your life. But there's one other step that we have to listen to in the next segment that will make this so much easier for you to understand and to put into action. So after the break, mm, we're going to discuss that step. And I promise you, you'll go, ah, oh, that's it. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. A few 
years ago, some fishermen off the coast of Italy discovered some pottery along with fish in their nets. Divers were called out and discovered an ancient Roman ship whose galley, or caboose, a nautical term for kitchen, was extremely intact. Some of the food uncovered on board was pickled fish, wine, oil, and grain used to make the ship's biscuits, otherwise known as dandy funks. It is thought the 2,000-year-old boat was probably on its way to Spain when it sunk and was covered by layers of mud, baggy wrinkles and all. Baggy wrinkles are another name for the ship's ropes. The mud protected the ship from wear, explaining why the leftover food on board was still in such good condition. We land lovers may not be familiar with leftovers on the sea, but we are familiar with leftovers in our kitchen. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. According to the American Heart Association, cardiovascular disease claims more women's lives than the next six causes of death combined. Nearly 500,000 women's lives a year, which is nearly twice as many as all forms of cancer. Cardiovascular disease is mostly preventable, so understanding serious health threats can make a life-saving difference. Exercise and losing weight are the cornerstones of living heart healthy. This is true for women and men. By exercising and keeping your heart rate up for at least 20 minutes, five days a week, you are making a positive step forward in keeping your heart healthy. Exercise also helps you lose weight, which is essential when it comes to your heart's health. Remember, if you have too much body fat, especially in your waist area, you're at a higher risk for health problems, whether you're male or female. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And if you have just joined me, I'm sharing with listeners some fabulous small steps which everyone can take to create massive positive results. Now, this is the final in a series of three shows. And so far, we've covered lots of great ideas with still more to come in this and the final segment. Now, if you would like to listen to the complete show, and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts, or you can come here to Toginet and listen or download from my show page. And you can also find them on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. So lots of places that you can get these podcasts. Okay, time for the next small step which we can all take to create fabulous results in our lives. Now, this one is called, it's step number nine over the three shows, remember, or, you know, all these steps. This one is called living in the middle of the scales. Hmm, so what does this mean? <laughs> it's got nothing to do with weight, you'll be pleased to know. We don't want to talk about that just before Christmas, do we? No. <laughs> well, how many of you have said to yourself quietly, or not so quietly, I just have to put some balance back into my life. Now, I've got my hand high in the air. And even if you haven't expressed it in these um, exact words, I'm sure you've told yourself that, you know, things just 
have to change because you can't keep up the fast pace of this world or of life in general. Something has to change. You know, we try to fit so much into a day that we all seem, all we seem to do is run on overdrive, leaving ourselves feeling totally running on empty. And the list of things to be done never seems to get smaller. In fact, it grows longer by the moment. And we feel like we have to keep uh, running at top speed to complete each task. You know what I mean, don't you? Come on, work commitments. Then there are family commitments and running the children here and there to sporting activities or dance classes or music lessons or whatever. Then there's the housework, you know, the laundry, the vacuuming, the list goes on and on. And there are the endless number of meetings that people seem to feel compelled to organize. You know what I mean, don't you? Yes. (laughs) Well, now is the moment when you need to give yourself permission to balance the scales, stand in or live in the middle of the scales, find <clears throat> that beautiful balance between work and play. Please don't tell me it's impossible because uh, when it all boils down, you are the one in charge of your life, no one else. So it's time you took charge and tipped the scales in your favor. It is amazing what doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I said, what doesn't happen. Not so long ago, when I found myself struggling to keep up, I made the decision to slow down and take a break. And you know what? When I returned, everyone and everything was still there, ready to go again and waiting, you know, but at a slower pace from my point of view. I used to be the one of the world's worst at the life-work balance thing, but I'm now working on it on a daily basis. Yes, I still have to remind myself of what I promised myself a number of years ago when I found, you know, I was working ridiculous hours seven days a week. So if you're one of those people who find it difficult to say no to the world, and find that precious time just for you, then perhaps it's time to take these little steps towards balancing your life in a way that supports you so that you are definitely living in the middle of the scales. How do we go about bringing some sort of sense to our lives whilst juggling all the must-dos and still look after ourselves in ways that will see us healthy, happy, and enjoying life? And what are some of the very easy and practical things we can begin to do to make this happen? Okay, ready? All right, first of all, take control of your life. The choice is yours and only yours. Next, write out a list of all your commitments for the week. Best if this is done on a daily basis, so nothing is missed. I mean, you do this task over a couple of weeks, okay? Um, And I like to do it over at least two weeks to make sure I have everything all down on paper in front of me. You see, you, you can't really take steps towards putting the balance back until you have a really clear picture of what you're doing. 
because sometimes that's a real eye-opener. <laughs> I know this sounds rather ridiculous, but believe me, it works, okay? So you're going to write down over the next two weeks, you're going to write down everything that you do on a daily basis. Good? Okay. Now that you have the list, it's time to prioritize. Write a number beside each according to its importance. And as you go through this step, be sure to be demanding on yourself in deciding which is at the top of the list, you know, the must-dos, and which really can go way down low. Yeah. Now go through the list again and decide which can be struck from the list altogether. Come on, you can do it. There are certain things that we do that just don't need to be done. We're just, you know, doubling up or whatever. You'll be amazed once you do this at what happens and you'll see for yourself. I'm sure there will be other chores or commitments that can be shared by others. And so this becomes time to delegate, delegate big time and find others who can take on the responsibility of certain tasks which will free up your time. It's really important here to ask yourself, what are my strengths and who could do the other tasks that are time-consuming and don't really require my time or energy? Time and energy that would be much better spent on where I really excel. Or you may be able to share the dropping off and picking up of children with other mums and dads. Remember, they're also wanting to get some balance back in their lives as well. The choice is really up to you as to how much you do and what you don't do. But I strongly urge you to get that balance happening. Okay, so our step number 10 is the molding and the unfolding. What on earth does this mean? This step is absolutely, hugely important, vital and essential. <laughs> Hope you're getting my point here. What do I mean by this? This is all about what I, what many, I should say, call divine timing. You know, when things don't happen, people say to you, and it used to really annoy me, well, it's just in divine timing, you know, you just, and I could never understand it. I'd think, well, you know, how can I hurry up divine timing? How can it happen a little bit faster? Okay, but there is far more to this than simply waiting for the universe to deliver on our goal and our dream. And that's what I'd like to chat about today. There is actually a couple of things that need to be done in order for the universe to really get a move on and create a fabulous outcome just for you. And you can do this. And this might be a little aha for you today. Not sure, but let's see. When we become true co-creators... We follow a certain procedure that will certainly ensure a successful outcome every time, all the time. What, and, and by the way, this is the step. Remember back in the last segment I was talking about how I was going to explain something that had to do with the giving and receiving and all of that? And yeah, well, this is it. 
So uh, where was I at now? What's the procedure? That's right. And it's very simple, really, but not easy to do until you really get your head around it. We make it clear to the universe or spirit or God or whatever name is right for you what we wish to experience and then allow the universe to go ahead and mold the way in which it comes to us, okay? Yes, this can be quite tricky. So let me explain a little further so as to be sure you get this right and allow your happiness and success to appear to you in magical ways. And it took me quite a few years to figure this out, but it is working, okay? Now, I'm only going to get through the, let me see, maybe not even get through the first step. Uh, And this is the really important one. But so maybe I will wait till after this break because we're coming into a break now. But um, and I'll start on it, you know, in the final segment, because I don't want this to be missed. This is of such importance to you. And this is probably the step that gave me a huge aha moment, even as I was writing it today. Oh, not writing it, but, you know, putting out my dot points for today's show, I was thinking, hmm, am I really doing this? Am I really carrying this through? And I must go back to putting this into action in my lives, my life, because this is something that, uh, you know, has really changed so much in me creating the reality that I really want to live. So, I don't want to just whiz through this very quickly and you not get it. That's how important it is. So after the break, we're going to really look at molding and unfolding in uh, a much bigger way. And we'll go through each step. There are three steps to this to get it right. And each step is just as important as the other. So I want you all to uh, sit back, relax, and make sure you're here for the last segment of this show today because it is really a big one. Okay, everyone, um, we won't be far away. And after this break, we'll be listening to step 10, the molding and unfolding Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's marching The first official 4th of July party was held at the White House in 1801. But did you know that countries other than the U.S. celebrate American Independence Day or July 4th? Denmark, Italy, Portugal, and England all have 4th of July parties. In fact, the British celebrate their independence with bungers and fizz gigs, otherwise known as firecrackers, just like in America. Squib is slang for an electric match used in pyrotechnics. Our dog celebrates July 4th every year the same way, by cowering under the bed. Many European celebrations take place, of course, at American military bases. I'd like to send a special thanks to all our armed forces stationed around the world for everything you do to provide freedom and independence to America. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. 
choose between your sweetheart or your pet, which would you dump if one had to go? According to a recent study, most pet owners, 84% to be exact, said they would keep their spouse or a significant other and give away their pet. That leaves 14% who said they would choose their pet over their spouse. Surely my husband wouldn't sweet sway, half a caffle, or have a bulia. That's indecision about keeping me or the dog. Hmm, he does greet our dog before he greets me when he comes home from work, though. Unmarried people are even more likely to choose their pet over their sweetheart, with 25% saying they'd rather keep their canine than their girlfriend or boyfriend. What's another word for a dog lover? Xenophilist. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. We are back, and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and I'm sharing with you some small steps that can create massive positive results in your life if you decide to put them into action. Today, so far, we've covered taking the focus off your issues by assisting others, living backwards in time, living in the middle of the scales, and this last one, the molding and unfolding, which I have to share with you the three steps to have this happen in amazing ways. Now, I guess what I'd like to do, though, before that is to have a meditation song, as we always do. Remember that time out, that time of contemplation, and just resting and relaxing into the moment, and that's what we're going to do. Today's song is a beautiful little one called The Smallest Gift, and the note, today's note to self, uh, is just perfect for the, in alignment with this song. And the note says, remember today to reach out and touch someone with love. And that is just so important. And the song today is called The Smallest Gift. And I want you all to just sit back, relax if you can, close your eyes, take a nice deep breath in and out, listen to the music and also listen to the words and let them settle in your heart as we go through this. So right now, let's do our meditation, The Smallest Gift. Give. 
Well, I guess that would be the perfect song leading up to Christmas, wouldn't it? To be able to just give to someone else. And as it says there, it's the smallest gift that quite often is the biggest gift in somebody else's life. We don't have to do enormous things. We just have to do something small. And it does take the focus off our problems. And when we begin to help others, we receive immediately this beautiful feeling and uh, I guess it changes, lifts our vibration and energy immediately. But I've got some things to share with you. Remember the molding and the unfolding? Well, I don't want you to miss out on this. That's how important I think it is. And there are three steps to getting this right. So I'm going to go through those right now. The first step in, un, in molding and, and allowing the unfolding of your goals and dreams is to take the time to really contemplate or ponder what you would really like to experience in this season of your life. The trick is to be very clear about what you want the outcome to be. And, and this is a very big and, be very clear about who you need to become in order for this to appear in your life. Be sure to give yourself time to work on this and don't rush the process. Let me give you a couple of examples to help you understand what on earth I'm talking about. Often, you know, when we're going through a financial crisis, what we think we want is several million dollars. And yes, this may be the perfect result or outcome. So we ask the universe to deliver us, you know, several million dollars. And we visualize and we affirm and then nothing seems to happen. And so we declare to ourselves and to the world that nothing is happening and it just doesn't work. And so, of course, in alignment with universal law, nothing happens. That's exactly it. What we put out, we get back. Why? Because there is a difference between what we desire and who we really need to become to make this happen. Who we really need to become is someone with a healthy wealth mindset. And then, of course, the money will naturally flow into our lives. Another example is finding the loving relationship we've been yearning for. So we send out an SOS to the universe, declaring that we wish to experience finding the perfect partner so as to live happily ever after. Fair enough, I hear you say. And yes, if this is what you wish to experience, then go for it. But who is that you need to become before this can actually come about? Yeah, you really need a true acceptance and love of self before anything's going to happen. So within all you're asking... I strongly suggest you begin with who you need to become in order for your goal and dream to come about. Second step, now that you're clear on what who you need to become in order for your dream to appear, you're ready to declare this to the universe along with your desired outcome. The trick is to write all of this down. It gives you a clear picture of the steps you can take to become who you need to become and makes it very clear to the universe that you are serious about creating this experience and that you're ready to go. Now, step three, 
This is the essential step in the process. Once you've figured out who you need to become and what is your goal and dream and you've written it all down, now is the time that you hand it over to the universe to and to allow the universe to mold it in the most perfect ways for you. This allowing is vital to the whole process. Now, doesn't mean you sit around and do nothing. You get on your you get to work on becoming who you need to become and let the great spirit mold it and unfold it in your life in the perfect ways at the perfect time. Remember, the universe wants to be sure that you are the person who can receive the dream and hang on to it. Now, often in this process, we'll get little hints of it happening or what's possible. And these are little signs that we're moving forward to becoming who we need to become. We're growing in knowledge and wisdom, which is, after all, why we came. Hope you get that. All right, everyone. Well, it's time to finish the show very quickly. And uh, just before we go, I want to wish you all an amazingly magical Christmas, an abundant new year, and I will be back with you early in the new year. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not pop?